So all of us have obviously ancestral pasts and I'd never really explored mine until I got talking to a lot of people, including Taitunga, who explored his ancestors in Samoa. You know, he was proud to tell me about the eight generations on his mother's side and the eight generations on his father's side. And I was so impressed that he knew these pasts about his family. So I explored my own connection and realised that my own history uh, is attached to a convict lady who was only 17. And so I'm a proud sixth generation convict here in Australia. She came out on a boat in 1789. And this is a poem I want to dedicate to my great, great, great grandmother. Her name is Charlotte Simpson Hall. And this is her story. I think it's important for us to know where we come from and our colourful ancestral past. And my father would tell me stories that would help the memory last. He mentioned one day whilst eating his pizza about a floating brothel that was cast to sea to transport women like prostitutes, harlots and convicts for the Bay of Botany. He said, Charlotte Simpson, your great-great-grandmother was never a harlot. She was just a plain thief. Caught red-handed, stealing silk stockings and a silk handkerchief. The old Bailey found her guilty and shipped her from Britain to Australia. It was 1789 when 225 women and 35 men set sail on the Lady Juliana. It took them 11 months, the slowest of any convict ships to arrive down under. And all the men took a lady or a few and their lives were torn asunder. After a three-month stopover at Rio de Janeiro, five died on this journey, bloody awful. And they sailed around the Cape of Good Hope. They were known as a floating brothel. So it was that John Thomas Dodge selected Charlotte Simpson to be his de facto partner. And when they finally arrived via Port Jackson to Norfolk Island, her belly was quite a bit larger. And their first son, Ralph, was born to be a free settler in the South Pacific on Norfolk Island. And by 1796, his father, John, had run off to Botany Bay on the Australian mainland. Hugh McGuinness then married Charlotte, having a further group of kids. But by 1808, they all left to live on Van Diemen's Land because Norfolk Island was on the skids. And Ralph, that first son, he was granted some land near Carlton that soon became Dodger's Ferry. He would row his boat across the Seven Mile Beach, the military, free settlers, plus the odd dignitary. Ralph Dodge married Charlotte Morris in 1824, having 10 children to clothe and feed. And they were part of the Vandemonium Wars, the genocides, the stealing of land, all for an empire's greed. It's interesting to note that they were ordered to help clear that land from the existing First Nation. They chased them down, they rounded them up and created an unnecessary extermination. And in 1856, the Van Diemen's Land name was changed to its current name, good old Tasmania. Port Arthur was the penal settlement and the overseers were full of megalomania. The norm became the cat and nine tails, corporal punishment and psychological control. And for many hardened convicts, they were completely worn down and it smashed their inner soul. But the family grew over the years and moving seven miles to Sorrel. And this is where the Tassie devils roamed free and all the Tasmanian tigers went to hell. And in 1936, they went extinct along with the Tasmanian Aboriginals from a hundred years before. 
Some called it the Black Line, some more recently, the Frontier War. So I'm a living descendant from this line between the first and second fleeters, wondering how we can all come together to heal, sharing now our true and shared histories and how the institutions stole Australian First Nations and how that impacts them for real. If we can work on coming together as one species, Homo sapiens, and have a better understanding of what has gone down before, we can close the divide and heal the past, and together our futures can collectively and fully soar.